Happy New Year, everybody. This is uh, Coffee Conversations, first one of the uh, 2021 uh, year. I'm uh, Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. I hope you're doing well in this new year already. Hope you had a good time with your families and uh, and all that. So we had a, we had a pretty good Christmas, or well, Christmas, but also New Year's. Would uh, you do anything fun? I did. Deacon? My wife and I spent the evening just at home. It was yeah. just me and Debbie and Hallmark. Watching movies. <laughs> nice. Um, it was really nice. It was very peaceful and uh, different, but nice. Yeah. How about well, you? What was your favorite? What was your favorite Hallmark movie that you you watched? Oh, you know what? Um, I don't ever remember the name. It's just like, yeah. is this the one that has the chocolate in it, or is oh, this yeah. the one that has the <laughs> the farm that's going to go under, but somebody's going to save it? Oh yeah. So I think it was the farm that was going to go under that somebody saved it. That's nice. my favorite. Nice. So. I, I I I confess I have not really watched too many Hallmark uh, uh, Christmas uh, movies. I know it's pretty much a religion for some people. <laughs> you know, so, there's always a happy ending, which yeah. is a nice thing. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah, it was uh, it was good for me. And we had uh, I was down with my family in in Akron, and I, as I said, I I, I think uh, on the last podcast I was tasked to to get the shrimp, so it was good. And we and we use uh, we use Al's shrimp sauce. Uh, I don't so, think I know that one. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's a little more on the horsey side, so the, mm-hmm. the horseradish is uh, you know you got a little add a little spice to life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it was good. Uh, we had my brother cooked up some Swedish meatballs and some smoked queso. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, so he has this this smoker. I know he smokes all kinds of meat and and fish, and so he decided to do queso this year, and it was wow, it was muy bueno. Wow. <laughs> so, but I never thought about smoking. Like cheese? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it, it takes about like 45 minutes. He just throws it. And this is, he has a smoker he built, like, out of this huge tank, oh, welded wow. together. But he also has a smaller electric one, so it's easier to kind of keep the heat and everything. So mm-hmm. 45 minutes? I mean, I think there's a lot of Velveeta, you know. I suppose yeah. we could argue whether <laughs> Velveeta is cheese or not. But, uh, but it does help kind of make things more cheesier. Right. Much more cheesier. Uh, you know, and you add some meat and and peppers and and all that, but yeah, it was good. You know, it was good to celebrate, good to be with the family, and and we're already here in this uh, in this new year. So, so we're thinking about uh, a couple things. You know, we're we're still in this this Christmas season, right? You know, Christmas hasn't just been uh, you know it wasn't just one day on December twenty fifth, but has been a whole season. First, mm-hmm. you know, the octave. You know the the eight days right after Christmas that was like the same as Christmas Day, and we're still we're finishing up uh, Christmas season with the baptism of the Lord coming up this weekend, and we're also in this in this new year we kind of have a coming together of these these two realities. You know, first that you know, and what do we celebrate at Christmas? You know that that God became human, God became took on flesh and became one of us, and uh, and that we're also in this new year we're thinking about how do I how do I want to grow this year? How do I want to be? How do I want to be a better person, a better Christian, better disciple? And so I think we were we were talking about this reality of love. So like, what is love? And you know, it's just it's it's the amazing reality that you know of our faith that you know because God became a human being, God loved in a very real and and human way in his in his own life. Mm-hmm. So we kind of I think we just want to talk about that a little bit today for this first uh, episode of this new year. What is what is love? So, you know, think about what would you, what would you, what would you, how would you answer the question without going into song? 
Um, I would say it's the line from Jesus where there's no greater love than to lay down your life for a friend. Yeah. You know, whether it's in ministry, we do that or in married life. Um, how do we do what's best for the other, even though it's sacrificial on our part? Mm -hmm. How about you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think as I was thinking about this, you know, we use love kind of in all kinds of ways. You know, the word love, when we say love, uh, we can mean a lot of different things, you know. I love my I love my dog or my cat. Mm -hmm. um, I love playing basketball. I love Taco Bell, uh, which that was one of the best gift cards uh, I got this year. Taco Bell, we'll get some. I crunch, can't do Taco Crunch Bell. Wrap Supreme. <laughs> so that was that was a true gift of love. All right. But, um, you know, I, I love um, you know things. I love I love my spouse. I love my grandma. I love my brother. You know, we can use this word in and in, in very different ways. But when, as yeah, but I think as as Christians, you know, we we talk about it in a in a very real way that it's not just something that we feel uh, or that we experience, even though it is like one of the most I don't know life giving experiences that we have. You know, to be in love and to feel love, it just kind of takes you out of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's it's great to feel great to feel love. But as Christians, yeah, I think there's something more. It's that it's how we live. It's what we, it's what we, it's what we do. It's a, it's a choice. So how do you think, uh, how, do you, how, do you, how do you think that plays out in, in our lives though? This, this experiencing of love or this, this giving of love. Well, I think that's where the Hallmark movies come in. Yeah. Um, there's usually like the guy from the city or the guy or the lady from the city who meets the person that lives in the country. Totally opposite. But they learn how to speak each other's language, that there's some kind of sacrifice on each of their parts to come to the middle where mm -hmm. they can love each other. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the hard part is we grow in love, um, which it might start off as one thing, but as we grow deeper in love, there's that sacrifice for what's the good of the other. Yeah. Um, the true good for them, not some kind of false good, but what's yeah. the true good for them. Yeah, and and that changes, you know, like you said, it, it changes over life, kind of what that looks like. You just think about a married couple. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, how they loved each other, you know, when they first got married, is going to be very different from you know when they're in the child child uh, bearing years and kind of raising through uh, through school and and all that. And so when they're older and they're after children, um, and and just uh, you know living together and and just living in a very different way, you know, your your role changes and the way you love mm -hmm. uh, changes. And I'm sure. Yeah, you know, that's that's partly an adventure, but probably probably partly a uh, a challenge too. It's a challenge. My wife and I usually had our anniversary cards or birthday cards. Usually, right at the bottom, "I love you more today than yesterday, but not as much as tomorrow," which mm -hmm. is a line from a really old song. Yeah, but it's really true. You know, where we are today, our love is much deeper than it was when we first got married, mm -hmm. and it's going to be much deeper two years from now than it is today. So yeah. there's that constant growth in love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe, you know, Deacon Bob, throughout your, your life and in, in, in marriage, how would you say, you know, that you've, you, that you've fostered, you know, this love or experienced, you know, just love in, in, in different ways? Um, that's a really good question. I think I'm really good at doing, I'm not so good at letting other people do for me. Yeah, being, so, being um, loved is harder, sometimes harder than actually loving yeah. other people. So I think that's probably the biggest thing is allowing my wife 
to take care of me instead of me always taking care of her. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, sure. So, how nice. about you? Yeah, you know, um, I, I think probably, I'm probably pretty similar. You know, I, I like to love uh, and to do for people um, more than more than I, I, I receive love. You know, it's, I don't know, it's something very similar. But I think, um, you know, there are different ways that we that we love. And, you know, Deacon Bob was talking about these, these five uh, love languages. There's five, kind of five different ways that that all of us um, give and, and, and receive love. And I think it was pretty interesting just thinking about them in my own life. I heard of, I've heard of them before, but just kind of thinking about them a little more deeply. But what are the, the five, uh, five love languages? Well, Dr. Gary Chapman identified five. He said there's words of affirmation, acts of service, gift giving, spending quality time, and physical touch. Yeah. And I did this with a, a college class that I taught at Notre Dame College mm -hmm. on marriage. And we took the survey. Everybody kind of took You can find the surveys online if you look up five love language surveys. Mm -hmm. And this one lady in the class, her, like, her face just lit up. And she goes, now I understand. I said, what? She goes, well, we were having Thanksgiving at my house. My mom was helping me do the dishes. And I looked at my mom and I said, I love you. And she goes, if you love me, you clean my gutters. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. So the way mom expressed love was by doing dishes for her daughter on Thanksgiving. Yeah. She wanted some kind of reciprocal thing from her daughter. She mm -hmm. didn't understand words of affirmation. The mom didn't, the same way that the daughter needed yeah. words of affirmation. So like saying, you know, actually the physical saying, you know, I, or the verbal saying, you know, I love you, you know. Mm -hmm. I rejoice in you, you know. Mm -hmm. As opposed to just show me that you love me by doing something, by doing something. for me. Yeah. Um, I think the best example is the dad who buys his son like a baseball glove and a ball and gives it to him in a box for Christmas. And all the son wants to do is spend time with the dad and play mm -hmm. catch. Yeah. You know, dad thinks he's done his part. The son thinks he never understood his son because mm. the son wanted to play instead of just get a gift. Yeah, which is you know, very interesting. You know about all these these different you know love languages. You know that it's you know it, they're all something real and physical. Whether you know whether we're telling someone something, we're giving them something, we're doing something for them, um, just giving them quality time. You know, opening our schedules or. Well, actually, physically, you know, touching them, you know, either it's a, it's a hug or a kiss, you know, there, there's there's kind of a, a physical part of it, but it's really not about that thing as much as it is, you know, the person, you know, it's about you know the uh, the acknowledgement uh, and the in the embrace of the other person, and that's I think that's really kind of what love is in this in this very in this very real way that kind of plays through all these. I'd say I think probably in my own life, I think. Uh, Again, like I like to be the giver, so I love to give in, you know Christmas presents uh, to my to my family members and, and friends this year. Especially now that I have a, a little bit of a salary. It's, uh, <laughs> when you're in college and then seminary, it's yeah. kind of hard to kind of hard to give gifts. But yeah, you know, I, uh, I got my, my my youngest brother Alex. He's been into into racing and NASCAR as of late, uh, so I got him a, uh, a Dale Earnhardt Senior leather jacket, uh, racing racing jacket for Christmas and. Um, he was very adamant, you know, senior, not junior. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, <laughs> there's a because there's a there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I'm not a NASCAR uh, fan, fan, but uh, it was it was cool just uh, having him have him get it and seeing his face light up and 
you know, it's just, it was this, that experience of, you know, you knew someone sacrificed for you and, uh, and you're able to receive that. So I love, I love giving gifts kind of throughout the year. And, and like I said, too, on the last podcast, I want to write more letters this year. And I think that's, again, that's, an, it's a, it's you're giving, you're kind of opening yourself, you're giving, you know, something to someone. How, how would you say maybe you, you, you love uh, the best or um, which way? Probably through acts of service um, and words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. We did a retreat on the five love languages around Christmas time one year. It was mm-hmm. during Advent. And we looked at what are like the spiritual gifts that correspond to these love languages. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole fact, like physical touch, that, that God became human, mm-hmm. that we wouldn't be able to understand who God was yeah. unless he became human and could heal people and touch people and spend time with people. Yeah. I thought that was really profound at one point, that that God needed to touch us and we needed to be touched by God. Yeah. And that through in, in our own lives, even through other people's touch, you know, through just, you know, when someone's really bearing something very difficult mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, they're going through some some kind of suffering in their life that sometimes, you know, we don't need to have words that just reaching out to them and embracing them like that people can know the love of God through that. You know, that, yeah. that's how real our faith is. It's not just an idea, but it's something we really experience. Uh, and I know that's been true in, in my life. And I think if you go when restaurants open up again, mm. if you go to like Bob Evans or one of the restaurants, if you look at the young couple, they're talking all the time. Right. You know, and then you look at the middle aged couple and they're kind of talking kind of quiet. You look at the older couple mm. and they're pretty much just quiet. And sometimes they'll just hold each other's hand. Yeah. You know, that you get to this point where you don't have to talk. All you need to do is be there. Just be. Yeah. So. Nice. Well, to round this out, um, you know, think about me. So it's we want to grow in love. Maybe we need to grow in awareness of of these ways of love. You know, whether it's you know the people in our own lives, giving them words of affirmation. You're really um, being generous and kind to them by giving gifts or being of service. You know, spending more quality time with with people that we know um, need it, or or just embracing someone. You know, giving them a hug. You know, when 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 is when is a prudent. We also know that it's there are people in our lives that are difficult to love, um, that we have a, a hard time, you know, with. What would you What would you say to someone you know that is is really struggling to love someone? I would say try to figure out what love language they speak, yeah, um, and then try to figure out how to speak that language. Mm-hmm. Um, went to El Salvador a few years ago, and the priest that was down there. He didn't do Spanish real well. Oh, yeah. And at the beginning... No, no bueno. <laughs> no bueno. He said, you know, I don't have Jesus in my mouth, like his tongue, but he has Jesus in his heart. Mm-hmm. That he learned how to love people and eventually speak their language. But yeah. it was his caring that shone through. Um, I think as long as we can figure out what love language that person that's hard to love is speaking, we'll be able to communicate with them. If we keep... Yeah, trying not to learn what their language is, then we'll always be button heads. Right. Yeah. So get to really know the people around us, uh, not just like, you know, what they do during the day, but like really getting to know them and their and their hearts. I mm-hmm. think that could be a uh, a good a good challenge for this new year. Really getting to know the people around us a little more deeply. 
going back to the Hallmark movie, that's usually where the turning point is. When yeah. somebody starts to understand the other person's story, hmm. that's usually where the turning point in the movie is. And well, in our relationships too. Yeah. No, totally, totally. I think it's I think it's that, and I think it's also you know realizing the difference between loving and liking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that we, you know, Jesus said we had we need to love all people. He doesn't say he doesn't say we need to like all people mm-hmm. and like everything about everyone. Um, that's just not going to be possible. You know, I pro- who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was people Jesus didn't like. <laughs> I mean, he loved them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but to know that to know that difference. Okay, well, what does it mean to to love and not like them? Um, well, we don't have to feel the experience of love, but we have to commit our lives to doing things that are loving for people that we don't like. I mean, first and foremost, praying for them. And maybe that's the only thing we feel like we can do, you know, is praying that like, God, I don't like this person. I have a lot of tr- troubles with them, a lot of struggles, but, you know, I want whatever is best for them in their life. And I hope that you, you take care of them uh, and that they, uh, that then they know your love. And maybe that's the only thing we can do, um, or we, we feel like doing. Um, but I think whether we feel that or not, it's it's in praying that prayer that mm-hmm. you know our hearts could be and can be and will be turned, you know, to to loving them. And it's not that we're trying to change them by our prayers, sure. But our prayer helps us to see them as God sees them, right? Um, which maybe even God struggles with them. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. <laughs> That and I think um, so. Praying and then and also, you know, just listening, smiling, you know, truly being being kind, and and excusing people. Um, I think it's it's you know because excusing them because you know they're they might be having a bad day. We don't know what's going on inside of them. But I think by just by committing to doing loving things for people, whether we feel it or not, it's it's in that that we we do experience uh, the love that we desire for them. I, I like that excusing part. Um, in the midst of the pandemic, we're all falling short. Everybody's doing their best, you know. Yeah. And the one line that we keep using, whether it's on staff or in our family, is we're all doing our best. You know, if the Browns could win, they would win all the time. Yeah. They're doing their best. Mm-hmm. And I think relationships are like that. We have to cut each other some slack, trusting mm-hmm. that if somebody in our family could do better, they would be. You know that yeah. that they're giving it all they've got and and they're doing their best. Yeah, and bringing the Lord into that, mm-hmm. and bringing the Lord in, into that 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 desire and that reality of loving. That ultimately, it's not just our own strength to love, um, but it's really God's God's life within us that allows us to love in in real and in radical ways. So, yeah, that's well, good stuff. So here's some random uh, random things on on love on and love, and, yeah. love and the love languages and. Loving when it's uh, loving when it's difficult. We hope um, these uh, bear fruit in your own uh, own lives and hearts and relationships as we move into this new year. That we may be uh, uh, people of love, you know, not just uh, in thought and feeling, but really in action as we help to love people in our lives, uh, so that we can really make this twenty twenty one year, despite anything that goes on and happens, um, really a great year uh, for us as a people and as a church. So. So know of our prayers for all of you as we continue through January and in the, into 2021. And please keep us in prayer uh, as we uh, move forward as a parish, bringing the gospel uh, to uh, to all people. So we'll end, with a, we'll end with a prayer before we go. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of goodness, God of love, we give you thanks and praise for the, this day, uh, for being with us, uh, for 
creating us in love and sustaining us in love. We ask you to be with us. Help us uh, to have the courage and the strength to open our lives and our hearts to those people around us that need to receive love in a particular way, whether it's through our words or our actions or being present to them uh, or embracing them and, and knowing uh, them knowing of your love in a real and, and tangible way. Be with us, uh, strengthen, uh, strengthen our families and our lives and our hearts so that we can help you make you present in our world. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Uh, enjoy it. 2021, here we are. We'll see how much snow we get this winter and uh, before, we, before we close up. And know you're in our prayers. And if you have an idea for another topic, email us and uh, help us to know that we're not just talking to ourselves. <laughs> hey, I'll be fine with that, too. Yep. I do that plenty of, plenty of times. So. All right, well, thanks. anyway, thanks God for bless. joining us, and have a great day. Bye-bye.